0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Sahlain and Al Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sahlain.orgslash support. One of the important discussions in the biography of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa is the origin of our Muslim Hijri calendar. Humans have historically developed various calendars and methods to keep track of time, events and important dates. Now most historic calendars in the past were lunar calendars. They were based on the cycle of the moon, so usually 29 or 30 days. And then once there's a new moon, they enter a new month. Most people throughout history have used the lunar calendar. This was the simplest, most, you know, the easiest way to follow the calendar and keep track of dates. Anyone could keep track of the month, whether the person was literate or not, the person was an astronomer or not, the person had a tool or not. All you had to do, look at the moon, you'll get an idea of when in the month you are whether you are educated or not, this was a very practical way to keep track of roughly when the date is and where in the month you are. Now the most known calendars today are three calendars, you have the Gregorian calendar, you have the Chinese calendar and you have the Islamic calendar. Now the origin of the Gregorian calendar is Roman, however, it was highly influenced by Christianity, as it is Christian-based since the Gregorian calendar today goes back to the estimated year of birth of Prophet Isa So 2019, that signifies that Prophet Jesus peace be upon him, was born about 2019 years ago. This is the Gregorian calendar, it's a solar calendar meaning it's based on the cycle of the sun and this is fixed. You have 365 some, some years, 366 days and it's a solar calendar which is fixed. Every year you have the same seasons, you have the same length of day and night on those exact dates. Then we also have the Chinese calendar. The Chinese calendar, It's considered a lunisolar calendar. It's based on the moon. So their months are 29 or 30 days. However, every three years, they add an entire month to make up for the 33 days in which the lunar calendar is ahead of the solar calendar. Because in our lunar year, we have how many days on average, let's say 354, 355, whereas in the solar calendar we have 365 days, maybe some years 366 in a leap year. That's a difference of what? 11 days a year. So three years, what's the difference that you get between the lunar year and the solar year? 33 days, right? So in order to account for that, what the Chinese do, they add a month so that they stick to the solar year but their months go by the moon. That's why it's considered a loony solar calendar. Then you have the Islamic calendar which is Hijri based and it's based on the moon, on the cycle of the moon, so it's usually 11 days shorter than our solar year. Some people ask why is it that the religion of Islam uses the lunar calendar when it comes to important events because sometimes it's difficult to sight the moon, you cannot plan in advance. Let's say you're making plans for Eid al-Fitr from now, you don't exactly know which day it's going to be and that complicates things. Whereas with a solar calendar, you can find out the date 100 years in advance, it's fixed, it doesn't change. One reason, as we stated, it's an easy calendar. It's a calendar that everyone can recognize. People back then, all they needed to do, go out, see the moon, find the moon, and by the shape of the moon, by the uh, percentage of the moon being illuminated, they had an idea of where in the month they are. Are we in the middle of the month, the beginning of the month, and the end of the month? It was a practical lunar calendar. That everybody could keep track of, the old and the young, the literate and the illiterate. Secondly, it brings you diversity because it changes over time into different seasons. So Ramadan these days is close to summer, in about 10 years it's going to be in the winter and then in fall and that way it gives you diversity to experience the Islamic months in various seasons. That in itself is beautiful, it's not fixed. It changes every few years with the seasons because it goes back 11 days. So the Islamic calendar is based on the lunar calendar. Now the Islamic calendar starts with which event? So the Gregorian calendar goes back to the birth of Jesus. In our Islamic calendar, we go back to what? The Hijrah of the Prophet the migration from Mecca to Medina. Now. During the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi it was not standardized yet, it became standardized during the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, that's when the Hijri calendar became standardized. Now the commonly held belief amongst historians, is that Umar was the first one to document historical events by the year of the Prophet's Hijrah. So it was actually in his time, and he is the one who either came up with the idea or approved the idea of having the calendar be based on the migration of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi Now we also have multiple sources, Sunni and Shia sources, that indicate Imam Ali is the one who recommended this to him. Imam Ali is the one who told him, my recommendation is to have our calendar start from the Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi they also have hadiths that other companions gave the same suggestion, and Umar approved of it. I'll share with you a few sources. Ibn Kathir states, uh, a Sunni historian, قال وفي ربيع الأول من هذه السنة. He says during the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab in that year in Rabi' al-Awwal. كَتَبَ عُمَرُ بْنُ الْخَطَّابِ التَّارِيخُ وَهُوَ أَوَّلْ مَنْ كَتَبَهُ Umar ibn al-Khattab is the first one to start the calendar and to give an actual date. And the reason why Umar ibn al-Khattab did that is that a man came to him with a check. Now the check was dated in Shaaban. A man had taken a loan. In order to prove the loan, they had a document like a check that said, the amount is due in Shaban. You have to give it back to the lender. Now it did not state which Shaban—Shaban Shaban of this year, Shaban of next year, last year—it did not state. It just said Shaban. So Omar looked at it. He's like, it's not enough to have the months. You also need to have a year to make it very clear when is the debt due. So he consulted the companions, he told them what should we do? Some of them said, for example Al Hormuzan, who was from Persian origins, he says let's implement the Persian calendar. The companion says no, we don't want the Persian calendar. Another one said, let's go by the Roman calendar, they do have a calendar, some Muslims who converted from Judaism, they are the ones who gave this suggestion because they were familiar with the Roman calendar, but the companions said no. Some of them suggested, let's start with the year of the Prophet's birth and let's make that the origin of our calendar. Another group of companions said no, let's start with his Mabath, the day he was sent as a Prophet, when he was 40 years old and he received revelation. Imam Ali said no, I have a better suggestion, let's start with his Hijrah because his year of birth and the year of his Maba'ath is not you know known to everyone, not everybody knows when the Prophet started receiving revelation, but everyone knows the date that the Prophet left Mecca and moved to Medina, everyone in Arabia knew that date, it was an important year. So since it's more recognized and people remember it more vividly, let's have that as the beginning of our calendar. So Umar asked other companions, they loved the idea and Umar said, okay, let's standardize our calendar. From now on, we'll start this calendar. So this is one piece of evidence that we have. We also have other hadiths that indicate Imam Ali alayhi salam is the one who gave Umar ibn al-Khattab that suggestion. Now how did Muharram become the first month? Because we know the Prophet migrated in which month, in Rabi' al-Awwal, right? In Rabi' the Prophet migrated, that's the third month in our calendar now. How did Muharram become the first month? The Arabs before Islam, they did consider Muharram to be the first month. That may have been one reason why Umar ibn al-Khattab adopted Muharram as the first month of the year, another reason as some scholars have mentioned, as some historians have mentioned, he wanted Ashhur al hurum the four sacred months to all be in one year, not to separate between them and in order to do that, how do you get all Ashhur al hurum in one year? By the way, what are the sacred months? Muharram, Muharram Rajab, <laughs> Ramadan is not one of the sacred months by the way, these four are so Muharram, Rajab, Dhul Qarda, Dhul How do you put these four in one year? Have Dhul be the last, have Muharram be the first, you get them all in that one year when you start with Muharram. You could also do it by making Muharram the last. You could also make it by doing Muharram the last, but since the Arabs considered Muharram the first, they just wanted to bring a familiar calendar too. So in any case, Umar ibn al-Khattab, he chooses Muharram or he approves the idea that Muharram is the first month. Now some scholars and analysts, they believe that Imam Ali and the Prophet before that, they wanted Rabi' to be the first month of the new year and they have brought some maybe, I, I I wouldn't call it like strong evidence, some clues here and there that Imam Ali alayhi salam wanted Rabi' to be the first but this is that something that Umar imposed, he's like no I want Muharram to be the first month in our calendar and he just standardized that and he issued an order. It's possible that Imam Ali alayhi salam was he approved of this idea but it's also possible that Imam Ali was opposed to that, but this is something that Umar imposed. So there is some evidence from the hadith of the Prophet, from the, the letters of Imam Ali, that he would consider the origin, the very month in which the Prophet migrated. Yes? Imam Ali tried to make it when he was the Khalifa? See, once it was an established standard calendar, there was really no point to try to change it it would create chaos, it would give ammunition in the hands of the enemies of Imam Ali, oh he's changing the Sunnah of Umar, oh he's doing this and that's why Imam Ali even Salat al-Taraweeh he left them, <laughs> he went to the mosque, he told them this is a bid'ah but there is a hadith and they started, hadith. <laughs> what's that? There is a hadith where he sent Imam al-Hasan, so is there any hadith where he tried with the... No, no, the Imam Salam did with, with Salat al-Taraweeh, the Imam did try to tell them this is an innovation, and this is a bid'ah and the prophet did not approve of this he did tell them that yeah. but then there was an outcry wa sunnatu oh this is the sunnah of umar that you're trying to play with man says okay khalas. i'm not going to make a fight out of this it's going to be a mutiny in the it's exactly so the same with the calendar the imam really uh, did not find it feasible or practical to change the calendar because it was already well established at that time So this is probably one reason. By the way, one clue that some scholars have uh, noted that the origin of the calendar in the Prophet's time should have been Rabi' not Muharram is that there is a hadith from the Prophet in which the Prophet says, My grandson Hussein shall be martyred or killed exactly at 60 years after my hijrah. If you want to be very technical and exact with this hadith, if you consider the beginning of the calendar Rabi' then Imam Hussain was martyred in which year? Year 60. If you consider Muharram to be the start of the calendar, then Muharram is the new year, year 61, Imam Hussein was killed in 61. See Imam Hussain is killed, Muharram, 10 Muharram, year 61. But why are we calling it 61? Because we've put which month as the beginning? Muharram, that's why you're in year 61. But if, if Rabi' marks the new year 61, Imam Hussein was killed two months before Rabi'. that would have made him a Shaheed in which year? Year 60. It would have been year 60, right? Because Muharram would have been the 11th month right 11th month and then Safar the month, the 12th month and then Rabi'ah is the new year, year 61. So some of them have said, see the Prophet the way he put that date for us, the Prophet was starting with Rabi'ah basically and that's why he considers it the year 60 and not 61. In any case, there is you know some evidence for that. Now, There is a lot of evidence that before Umar ibn al-Khattab, the Prophet ﷺ himself, when he wanted to put a year in a calendar, he would actually refer to his hijrah. So it wasn't at the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab that this idea came forward. The Prophet ﷺ would actually refer to his hijrah. For example, there are hadiths about the Prophet buying Salman, if you remember, Salman was owned by a Jewish man and the Prophet writes a document that will pay you the money and buy Salman from you to free him. Now in that document, the Prophet he actually writes the year according to his hijrah, one year after the hijrah of the Prophet. With the Christians of Najran, when the Prophet debated them, he wrote a document. The Prophet had in that document written that this is five years, this incident happened five years after my migration. So the idea of having the Islamic calendar be based on the hijrah and the migration of the Prophet is something actually that started with the Prophet himself. Because today if you ask other schools of thought, no, no, Omar is the one who came with this and... All the, you know, efforts, all the credit goes to him. That's not true. The Prophet wasallam before Umar, he would actually refer to his migration. Yes, what happened at the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, it became standardized. Meaning he made an announcement and he made sure that this is now a standard calendar. And Imam Ali alayhi salam did make that suggestion. Let's go with the hijrah of the Prophet. Like with Uthman, like with Uthman and standardizing the version of the... Quran or the codex of the Quran.